0: Hello everyone, Pastor Deborah here again with another wonderful story for you about me. Why do I tell my stories? Well, they're important. They're important to you to learn how to help people the Lord's way. I had to learn a new way of helping you, the forever person. I didn't know who you were or where you were, but I had to learn. And one of the many stories that I lived through and had personal experience was, was entrusting the Lord, hearing his voice and having him say to me, I, the great Agapi love himself, I will heal you of this. This happened to be a heart condition. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you the story. You see, you have to have your own personal healing. Your own personal faith. You have to be in communication with God. He may ask you to do strange things. He did with me in this story. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you my story. So you can see the walk that you will probably have to take yourself if you want to help people the Lord's way. First, it begins with you and how you and the Lord become partners. You trust him. You hear his voice. You obey him. You walk on a road with him. And you go straight. You don't waver, no matter how difficult it gets, or who hurts your feelings, or what comes against you. So in this story, number 17, here in the School of Light, an educational series, a spiritual teaching for you, the forever person out there. This is in the Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. These were my stories I wrote down years and years ago. I believed I was to tell you about them, but not print a book like most people do. Or really go out on the, what do you call it, speaking conference, something system, and get up in front of people. My stories are long, they're difficult, they're almost unbelievable. So I'm bringing them to you through Zoom Pro. That's who I'm recording through in my living room. I'm using this wonderful motion video by Pixabay. It's free. Now, you know, I do not use a green screen. So if I look fuzzy or strange things happen when I point my hand and it disappears or if things show up around my hair. It's because there's no green screen behind me. I've tried them. Professional ones, big ones, little ones, ones on your chair, homemade ones. Nothing worked. And sometimes I have to do many different recordings every day. Also, I'm in this new format with motion video. I used to set up a picture easel with a big, beautiful picture frame on it and a whiteboard and flowers. And you would see into my background. Right behind me is two desks, lots of other stuff, but that was too cluttery. And then I discovered Zoom Pro and Pixabay. Motion videos help us to visualize and see what we cannot see with our natural eyes. Because I'm going to take you into the realm of the spirit Mm -hmm. with the Lord as you learn. How I, Pastor Deborah, learned how to help people the Lord's way. In the realm of the Spirit. From the realm of the kingdom of heaven. Through the Holy Spirit. Through the words of God himself. Sometimes I look like this. In the realm of the Spirit. But this is to represent God speaking to me. Sending out his healing, his deliverance, his words. So you will know he is a talking God. He is speaking if you're listening and he wants to help you to believe in him and to have faith in him and to trust him. If you can't do that for yourself, then you can't help other people. So this story called I Will Heal You of This is one of these stories that I am going to tell you and bring that video to you so you can hear. And have hope. Your faith will grow and leap. And you too. Can work with God. So he can heal you. So let's pray and open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come in your son's name, Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the king of the kingdom of heaven, your offspring. Your word made flesh. We come in his name and nature. As a royal priest unto you. On behalf of all those you have brought. Here in the spiritual garden of Eden. From every planet, galaxy and solar system. Your words go out. To all living things. In every form of creation. In the realm of the spirit. And the realm of the natural. You are speaking. You are moving. You are sending out. Your healing. Your deliverance. Your love. Your words. Your wisdom. Your agape love. Help those that watch this video. To believe. To see and hear. You. Through my story. I will heal you of this. Father. Be with us. As you teach us in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. And as I said, this is the story of me and God. This is number 17. We're working through volume one of Agape Love, Love is Here. And then I'm going to get into volume two. And it's the true stories I experienced, lived through, and was a part of in helping people. All over the world. As I still am doing today. But first. I had to be helped. I had to see. For myself. That God can heal you. He can talk to you. Even of the worst things. Sometimes his healing. Is death. And you leave this planet. Or your planet. And your forever person. Comes into his eternity. Into his realm. Of the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes that is healing. Because our physical bodies. Cannot go on. Any longer. Sometimes we choose. To go on into eternity. Sometimes. Others make that choice. For us. But here in this story. Of I will heal you of this. Be encouraged. Learn about him. So you. Can learn about yourself Okay, we'll get started I was beginning to grow and learn of God I was on a fast track To help you the Lord's way From the way of mental health counseling Which is all I knew I'd been educated and trained in that way I actually worked in that system for about 10 years Till God said put it down And let me teach you how to help people My way So now my faith was strong. I had been through some things. And I had used this strong faith in many prayers for both Christian brothers and sisters and for the children of the night of a deep occultism, Satanism, and witchcraft to show forth the glory, something like this, of God the most high and his great agape love for you and them and his power and authority of the kingdom of heaven. I had to study from a Dr. Miles Monroe of the Bahamas faith ministry. He's in heaven. Now he was my mentor and teacher of the kingdom of heaven. You go watch him. I have a lot on the hidden kingdoms, YouTube channel he's all out there on YouTube he has books his children are carrying on but he took me out of religion and into the kingdom I learned I was an ignorant king and I knew nothing about kingship royalty majesty decrees what a king does I knew nothing because religion denominations did not teach it But he did because he grew up in the Bahamas in a commonwealth of the English Empire under Queen Elizabeth, who has just recently passed away so he could teach on it. He knew what it meant to be under royalty. They had a governor on their island and he. Dr. Miles realized that governor was like the Holy Spirit. He was there to help change the culture of the Bahamas, transform it into something that looked like England. Mm -hmm. So he was able to relate what he lived through personally into the Bible, the kingdom of heaven. I had used my strong faith to bring forth spiritual healing to others. In the spirit that then would heal their physical bodies, I had already been doing that for several years, doing deliverance work, prayers for healing, even over my own son, even over others. You heal the spirit, then the spirit is strong, and I just did that with a couple of people on the world stage. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even love their brothers and sisters or their father because there was something in them that needed to be delivered. Others had ancestors and curses and things from there that were controlling them. They needed forgiveness and mercy in the spirit. So you heal the spirit and then when it's strong by agape love, it will heal the physical body. Sometimes people need the physical body healed in order to believe. The physical healing is a demonstration of the kingdom of heaven, of spiritual healing, of the spirit being having authority over dirt, bacteria, viruses, even the weather. Mm-hmm. You'll learn about that in other stories. For the physical body it's only a spiritual manifestation of sickness of the spirit and diseases of the spirit. Every sickness and disease is of the spirit, and the spirit needs to be healed. I had to learn about that we were a system of three that were one. That we had a spirit and that we were a spirit and it needed healing. And we had a soul that needed healing and a physical body. I saw many wonderful spiritual healings in the spirit. And then the physical body was healed. God works from the spirit From the spirit, through the soul, through the physical body. It is the spirit of a human with the Holy Spirit in it that has the authority and dominion over all sickness and diseases, both of the spirit realm and of the natural world. God the Most High. thats He's back there sending this out. Healings. He had always spoken to me. I could always hear him. And directed me what to pray. And I prayed in faith. You don't direct yourself what to pray. You pray the word. Sometimes he will give me guidance. Declare this. Speak this out spiritually. Pray this over them. And God the Most High then watches over His own words to bring forth their fruit. And God the Most High brought healing to wounded and broken spirits. God is a spirit. We learn that from His Son. And He is working in the realm of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Just recently, now this was years ago, my faith would be tested again. Your faith is going to be tested over and over and over again in situations and circumstances. You're going to have to run to his strong tower. Trust him, even if you don't understand and you don't want to do what he's commanding you to do. But it has to be tested for its strength in God's words that he sent to us and had written down in the Bible. And to believe in them. Or did I believe what others were saying to me? Or what I saw or heard from others? Who was I to believe? What were my pillars that I stood on? Test time So this story Of I will heal you of this Begins in December 2004 My goodness That's almost 20 years ago I had gotten a very Bad case of bronchitis That became pneumonia In my right lung I went to the doctor's and received the appropriate medication. And recovered. Or so I thought. Then in January 2005. Just a, maybe a month or so later. I began having breathing problems. Again. Just going up and down stairs. Or just walking into Walmart. I knew I was overweight. And that I had just been very sick and may not have fully recovered yet. Then in February 2005, I seemed to get a reoccurrence of bronchitis, or so I thought. I went to two family physicians, doctors, and both of them listened to my lungs and diagnosed that i had bronchitis and and prescribed the appropriate medication well after the first round of antibiotics about 10 days and an inhaler i was no better i was much worse i could now not eat or sleep i had become so nauseated At night and I shook in waves of something. I continued with my medications. I did increase my inhaler usage. And even tried sleeping pills. But I only got hallucinations. So I stopped the sleeping pills. I read the information about overdosing With the inhaler And I believed I had every symptom Of overdosing I was just getting worse And worse Upon my second visit To another family physician I told him I now felt as though I was having the flu On top of the bronchitis And he said I hope not He, too, diagnosed me with bronchitis and prescribed more antibiotics for another two weeks. And I said if I was not better to come back. Home I went and followed the second doctor's orders. Yet, I was only getting worse. I continued to have severe breathing problems at night. And could not lie down at all anymore. I would have to stand up to just breathe. I was weak from three weeks of no food and very little water. I was unable to sleep for the tremors and the shaking in waves and the nausea. One night while I was trying to sleep and breathe, I heard the voice of God, the Most High, say to me, I will heal you of this. Lay on the floor. That sounded strange. I didn't know what this was. I didn't know, except I obeyed. I got a towel and laid on the floor, and I shook and shook violently. The shaking reminded me of the many times I had received prayer at a church revival, the Brownsville Assembly of God, from 1995 to about 2005. And God the Most High was pouring out His cleansing. Fire On in and through my spirit He had exploded the Holy Spirit within me I just laid there on the floor On the towel Shaking and shaking And I hoped no one would see me And ask me what I was doing Because I really looked strange lying on the floor, on a towel, and just shaking and shaking extremely. After some time, I returned to my bed. No change at all. Well, on the morning of March the 5th, I had to go to the emergency room at the Navy Hospital. I was told I was hyperventilating. I told the nurse I was just trying to breathe. I had a fever and I had congested lungs. While I was waiting to see a doctor, I went into severe tremors and shook and shook as the waves of nausea came and went in a little room while my husband watched My urine test was horrible. A burnt orange. I was dehydrated. The emergency room doctor believed he knew what I had. And I was sent to the emergency room for x-rays of my lungs. I was immediately put on a heart monitor. I, I had all those little things all over me. Plus oxygen up my nose. But all I could ask for was something to stop the nausea. But I received nothing. As the hours passed. In the emergency room. Doctors who were interns. Came and went. All they asked me. Was where the pains were. But I didn't have any. I was just very. Nauseated and could go into violent shaking tremors when a wave of nausea came. Blood was taken and retaken. Still more questions and more questions. I was getting a sense that something was really seriously wrong. And the doctors were trying to figure it out what it was. They knew I had breathing problems and that my lungs were filled up with something. They could hear the lungs popping as Rice Krispies does when milk is poured on them. But they didn't know what the cause of the congested lungs were. Finally, they gave me something for the nausea. I couldn't take one particular pill called Compazine. I have a horrible allergic reactions to it. I go into catatonic seizures. So they gave me something else. And I was much calmer and could rest. I was admitted to the cardiac ward of the Naval Hospital. I had heart monitors, oxygen. And was given shots to drain the water from my body. They had discovered I was drowning. In my lungs. In water. In my entire body. My stomach. My heart. But they did not know the cause for it. They knew either my lungs were the cause. Of this condition or my heart was. I had water in my stomach. Thus the nausea. Water in my spleen. Water in both lungs. Water in my heart. Water in my liver. And everywhere else. So now the test really began. I had ultrasounds done. On my arteries in my legs. I had more chest x-rays and even nuclear radiation test on my lungs. Questions were asked about my life and any sicknesses. Did I smoke? No. Did I drink? No. Had I ever had scarlet fever as a child? No. They thought I might have had a heart attack or a stroke had happened. I must have had 11 doctors seeing me, plus the two primary care doctors. They asked me about my family's history for congestive heart failure, diabetes, answer, questions and more questions. Still, no answers. I was limited in my water I went to the bathroom every few minutes. I had oxygen. I was hooked up to a heart monitor. Still no conclusions. But they finally gave me something for the nausea. And I was able to rest and sleep for the first time in many, many weeks. I was then scheduled for a heart ultrasound test. On Monday morning. And I was admitted. To the hospital. Mm -hmm. When the answers came back. On Monday. They had their answer. But before I knew what was wrong. They had talked to me about having. Congestive heart failure. See I had to get transferred to another hospital. It was Sacred Heart. Where they had more heart people that could help me. They didn't have any room for me in a regular floor. So I was somewhere down in the basement, I think. But before I knew what was wrong, they had talked to me about having congestive heart failure. Never heard of it. Possible heart transplant. Forever on oxygen. Forever on medication. Never being really well anymore or strong again. Can you imagine that? After God told me to lay down on the floor and he would heal me of this. But God was working. He actually put a lady in my room in the Navy hospital who was a Christian. And she would lay in bed and sing praise and hymns and songs. Mm -hmm. Now God's not talking to me during this time. My faith had to trust him. Because he talked to me and said he would heal me of this. But the heart ultrasound test showed that my heart had been inflamed and was enlarged. How they did that, they went up my groin at Sacred Heart, put me into a twilight sleep. And that it was not pumping correctly. Only about 1 to 20% of normal. And that it was the reason for all the water retention everywhere. The pump had been damaged. They believed that I had gotten a virus, something like the flu. And it had attacked my heart. Thus causing it to become inflamed and enlarged. And unable to work properly. I had had that happen to both of my ears. I had had bronchitis. Got a fever, got something, woke up one night, ears bleeding. I was deaf for a couple of months because a virus had come and attacked my eardrums. They swelled up. They were inflamed. They started bleeding out of both ears. (laughs) My body has been attacked, believe me. So even though I look, I'm almost 71 time you get this. I have been under major attack by viruses but somehow my faith hailed with this God. Remember, I had laid on the floor on the towel. Heard his voice. He would heal me of this, he said. I and my heart were not in very good shape. When I walked, I was only getting about 80% of the oxygen I needed. Because my lungs were not working properly. Because they had been almost filled completely with water, and I had been drowning and didn't even know it. The reason for my nausea was that my stomach was full of water. I had been retaining water for many weeks and did not know it. I was in very serious medical condition. The word heart transplant had come up. Life is over. I may not survive. The doctors at this hospital, I think it was Sacred Heart. No, the doctors at the Navy Hospital wanted to do one more test, but they couldn't do it there. So I was transferred to the other hospital, Sacred Heart, by ambulance to the cardiac ward. Now, I was receiving shots in my stomach. That is not pleasant To remove the water from my entire body. My heart was on a heart monitor. To watch out in case my heart stopped. And went into cardiac arrest. I was probably in my early 50s. I was going to the bathroom every few minutes. And receiving very little water or juice. At the other hospital that was Sacred Heart here in Pensacola, Florida. I began receiving medication for congestive heart failure. And I did not like those words at all. I really did not agree with them. I took the test. Which was one that went up a major artery, as I said, into my heart with a small camera to look at my arteries and heart, to look around. There were no blockages, no high cholesterol, no heart attack, no strokes, nothing but an enlarged heart due to a virus which had already died and was passed. Out of my system. It came. It attacked. And it left the damage. After the test. And its results. I was told by the heart doctor. That I would need to be on. Heart medication. For congestive heart failure. I still am. But that's another story. And that I would have to stay on it. The rest of my life. I didn't like that at all. I was told my heart may not ever recover to normal functioning. And I may always have a weak heart. And it may always be damaged. But didn't God tell me he would heal me of this? This is the test of faith that I had to walk. I was to go on a low salt diet for the rest of my life to restrict my fluid intake. I was to take water pills and heart medication for the rest of my life. Also, they said I may be diabetic now because my blood sugar was really messed up. And I told the nurse in no uncertain terms that I knew my blood sugar was messed up because I had been unable to eat for three to four weeks. And for the first time in the last two days, I had been drinking a lot of orange juice and cereal raisin bran. And I knew my diet was really messed up. I was rebuking diabetes, believe it or not. I didn't like any of this about what the doctor's opinions were. Because I knew that God the Most High had said to me, I will heal you of this. I was in a battle of my faith. I was in a battle with the doctors. I knew what I had heard from God the Most High and trusted God the Most High to fulfill his words to me. I had already had two family physicians, doctors, misdiagnose me and my condition. And now I was going to have to stand up to the label of congestive heart failure. And the doctor by myself Husband, really, he was a Christian and still is, but he didn't know how to pray and rebuke. My son was young, he couldn't pray. It was me and God fighting internally within myself. Sometimes I spoke out to the nurses and the doctors. I knew I could not accept this diagnosis, for then I would be in agreement with a disease put on me by the disease authorities, the doctors. And I just could not do that. And but I had to believe the words of God that he spoke to me, that I will heal you of this. I knew I had to place my heart and its recovery under the almighty hands of the great physician the Lord most high God. So every time a nurse or a doctor or family member said I had congestive heart failure, I would say no. I just had a virus like the one that gives you the flu and my heart never did fail. I would not accept the diagnosis and claim with my own mouth, that I had congestive heart failure. I was in a battle of words, a battle of faith, and I was alone. I was given every test possible on the heart, and what did they find? Did they find that I had a heart attack? No. Did they find any clogged arteries? No. Did they find that I had a stroke? No. Did I have high cholesterol? No. Did they find any disease or cancer? No. They only found an enlarged heart, the muscle, from the attack of the virus. I was told that my heart was now damaged. And would maybe never return to its normal functioning. And that I would need to forever be on heart medication. The doctors said that they would not know if my heart was getting healed. Or staying the same for about a year. Well, I was going to be going to Europe, believe it or not on April 30th but I was scheduled for another heart ultrasound test to see how my heart was doing so I took the heart ultrasound test on April the 15th everyone was concerned for me and so was I but I had heard the voice of God the most high And I was standing on those words from him, all alone, and against everyone, and against the label of congestive heart failure. I told everyone that there were hospitals in Europe, and I was going to be fine. I was tough. Still am. My new test showed that my heart was almost returned to normal pumping. My heart was now pumping at about 30 to 40%. Normal range was 50 to 55%. My heart was doing much better now than just a few days before when it was barely pumping at 15 to 20%. And guess what? I was not even on the correct therapeutic level. Of heart medication yet. For the heart medication. To even have any effect. On my heart. So I knew God. The most high. Was at work. He said he would heal me of this. I had to challenge them. They gave me the low doses. As most of them do. To start you off. But I was not. According to the rules. Of the medication. Up to therapeutic level yet. And my heart was healing. I became an educated person about this. My appointment with the heart doctor. Came before I was to go to Europe. To evaluate my heart after this test. After this latest heart ultrasound test. In order for them to increase. My heart medication. To a higher dosage. To build up the appropriate therapeutic level for the medicine to even begin to do its work. Well, the doctor and I went over the heart test. He and I discussed its results and what he was recommending for my heart under his care. I said the test showed that my heart was better. And I was not even on a therapeutic level of the medicine, according to the nurses and the manufacturer. I had to study this medicine. I think it was called Coreg. I asked him that if my heart was already getting better without the benefit of the medication, why did I need to stay on it forever? The rest of my life. I told him that the most high God. I'm brazen with doctors. had told me he was going to heal me of this. And it appeared he was. And therefore he would get the glory. And not the medication. You don't understand how I had to become with doctors. I was challenging a system. Of the physical world. With the spiritual realm. He said. Didn't God also use doctors. And medicine. I said yes. But I knew that I was being healed. By God. And that God was going to heal me completely. I asked him what happens if my heart returns to normal. Would I still have to stay. On the medicine. And he said yes. That was his standard treatment. And if I did not want to cooperate with him. And his professional recommendations. He could not be my heart doctor anymore. Do you understand what I had to do? I'm standing with God against a heart doctor. Challenging him. You don't understand when you go through tests like this. And you've had a word from God. You have to stand. I was polite. I was educated. I was knowledgeable about the medication. I had studied congestive heart failure. Here I was in the doctor's office. Challenging a professional heart doctor. And his standard medical treatment. Who was I? but someone who was standing on the word of God, the most high alone. I had never been in this situation before ever and had never challenged such authority about my health. I was in a major test. So I thought for a minute and said, okay, I will agree to your recommendations of taking the medication. And yet, as soon as I said that, I had let God the Most High down. I had unpartnered with him. Didn't have the faith to stand with him. I was in a confrontational meeting with an authority figure. It was bigger than me. And we all do this. So out to the appointment desk, we went together to make a follow-up appointment to continue to increase the dosage of the heart medication so I can get to the therapeutic level he wanted for me. I was to come back in July and meet with the doctor's nurse assistant for an increase in my heart medication. So I was left at the appointment desk. The person at the the computer looked at the appointment calendar and said that it was too far out there to make an appointment for July and that they would call me in May or June. Sounded strange, but God was at work, even though I slipped from his faith. My faith weakened. I told the man at the computer that I was going to Europe and would not be back until May 20th and would not be available until May 25th for an appointment. So he said, they would call me. To set up an appointment. Okay. All right. Responsible heart doctor, secretary. So off to Europe, I went with my son and had a wonderful time for three weeks. Traveled from England through France, down through Italy, over to Greece. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. I had no problems at all. And I kept taking my water pills. And my heart medication as was prescribed to take. Upon returning to America and back in Pensacola, I walked and watched my water intake. We did a lot of walking in Europe. Uphills, downhills, in boats, on buses, traveling, traveling, walking, walking. No problem. No pains. Now I watched my salt. Mm Mm-hmm. And I took my medication. So I'm home now. I waited for the phone call. To set me up for my next appointment. So the doctor could increase my heart medication. Well. May came and went. No call. June came and went. No call. July came and went. No call. August came and went and still no call. September came and went and no call. October came and went and still no call from the heart doctor. As they said they were. October came and I had finished my heart medication and was due to get a refill. But I stepped out on God's words of, I will heal you of this. And I did not renew my heart medication. It seemed very odd to me that a professional heart doctor's office, who who I had agreed to follow his orders, never called me back to increase. My heart medication. Strange. God was at work. As I thought about this personal. And life threatening experience. I reflected back. And saw. That two family doctors. Had totally misdiagnosed me. And my medical condition. And I could have brought. Major medical malpractice lawsuits against the both of them for I was in very very serious health and my heart was enlarged and I could have died then my heart was improving even without the therapeutic level of the heart medication which was having. No effect on my heart. Then to have a professional heart doctor. Failing to call me back. For a follow-up appointments. To increase the heart medication. To get me up to the appropriate level of therapeutic benefits. Where the medicine can actually begin helping my heart. I was not there. I knew that God the Most High was in total control of this situation. And he was preventing the phone call to set up an appointment so he could heal me as he said he would. All I had to do was to believe him and step out from underneath the doctor's authority. And give myself and my heart completely over to the great physician, the most high God. For I did not want the doctors, the medication to get the glory for healing me. And I did not want to be in bondage to medication and to be labeled with this disease called congestive heart failure. So in October, I stopped all my heart medication, but kept taking the water pills and eating a low salt diet. I stepped out onto the words of God, the Most High, that he would heal me of this. I believed he would, and he would protect me. I believed he could and he would protect me, even in the future from future attacks against my heart and lungs. I trusted the Most High God's voice, and I knew he did not want me sick or in bondage to anyone under any other authority but his to anything at all. Every day, I thank God the Most High for healing me of the heart problems and thank him for protecting me daily. The day that I remember that I stepped out in great faith for my complete healing of my heart was powerful. But at the moment I threw away the bottle, That the medicine came in. The demonic spirit of fear and death. Showed up in my bathroom. In my house. And spoke to me that I was going to die. Because of what I was doing. And this fear was real. For I knew how sick I had become. And how sick I still was. And how serious my heart condition had been but step out i did and i rebuked the spirit of fear and death i had stepped out from the authority of an earthly physician out into the realm of faith i went god the most high was there my heart was in his hands my life and was in his hands for his glory and his glory alone am I fully healed at this time? Yes, I am, and therefore his words to me have been fulfilled. I did not re- they did not return to him empty. I stood on his faith on his words, and I went years and years and years in the gym treadmill, spinning classes, never had a problem again until years and years later, a young man named Gavin had been sodomized with a steel rod, and he was going to be having horrible infections, and he had been a heroin addict from his life of Satanism. And I asked God to put his infection on me to show them the love of Jesus Christ that had gone to the cross and taken all their pains because of love. Well, God put it on me to demonstrate the love of God to others. I got an infection. Didn't know it, but when after about two months. I had the same kind of breathing problems. Found out I had gotten diverticulitis, an infection. Same thing happened. Now that's probably, gosh, I don't know how many years ago that is now. I'm on very low doses of medication. But the reason is, I even have a pacemaker over here. But the story was different. I used my body as Christ Jesus did. To demonstrate the love of God. That I would take your pains. Your infection. So you don't have to take heroin. Again. For the pain. To show the love of God. I willingly took an infection. I still take low dose of co But it doesn't do anything. I'm a low maintenance patient. But God used. This time to show his glory. So they would believe in his love. You'll hear about that story later on. Mm -hmm. And it's called, I will bear your burdens as Christ bore mine. Excellent story. So that ends this story. I will heal you of this. I went years and years, 10 years or more. No medication. Still stayed off the salt and still do. Changed my diet. Changed my life. Stepped out into this round of faith. For myself. I fought the battles with authority. Not only in the natural but in the spiritual. I trusted God. But I had to hear his voice. And then I had to fight. Almost failed. But he, he helped me. So you be encouraged. God is there. God can heal you. What was wrong with me? Was it a spiritual attack? Probably. Was it trying to get me under authority, under doctors? Probably. Instead of him, the great physician? Probably. Was it to get me in bondage to medication and a... And have a horrible life, probably. All I knew is I had to stand on God's words. And I fought by myself. Nobody prayed with me, for me. Nobody stood with me. Not husband, not son. Me and God alone. And when I threw away the medication, a demon showed up, threatened me. And I'm still here. And I am reaching out to you. So God can speak to you and say, I will heal you of this. Your this could be an emotional healing. Just did that with some powerful people in the world. They couldn't even love their brothers and sisters till they had deliverance. They needed healing in their spirit. Their soul needed healing. God is here to heal you of this. Whatever this is. Sometimes he allows death to take you. And you are healed of the earthly death. Sometimes we're supposed to fight in these battles. Other times we're ready to go. And we choose our time. I've told Satan he ain't taking me out. Death cannot have me. Till I've finished every video. Done every teaching. Got all the stories up. I'll sit down or lay down. And God will will welcome me home. Not until then. So you be encouraged. God can heal you also. Love from Pastor Deborah. If you want his healing. If you want his words of Isaiah 61 and 62. To be spoken over your life. Fulfilled in it. Then it's done. If you want your spirit to be circumcised, freed from the soul, it's done in a Hebrews 4.12. If you don't know him yet as your father, your physician, the one who speaks to you and can heal you, you are welcome home to the family. Just say yes and he'll do the rest. You will be a new creature in Christ. A child of light. Truth. You'll come through the cross. Through death. The old you and the spirit and the soul. Will die. Your soul just doesn't know it. Your soul becomes sort of like a zombie. Still alive. Walking around. But it's dead. And it has to die. And give way. To life. New creature it must become. Mm-hmm. So you be encouraged. Encouraged. He is here to heal you. He is here to partner with you, to help you step out in faith. He is here to help you. Mm-hmm. So reach. Ask him to open your ears so you can hear him. Because some of you are dull of hearing spiritually. And He will help you. He loves you so much. He knows you need him to help you. Like I said, I've been busy the last couple of weeks doing deliverance on a whole family. A whole family. Taking them to the throne room to anoint them as kings. Doing deliverance work on them from ancestors, hate, wounds. Sending them to the garden. Healing comes in many ways, but it is here for you if you want it. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. I'll see you on the next story in the School of Light from a Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. Bye.